Parenting Versus Podcast is a proud member of the Borellas Podcasters Guild. Welcome to the Parenting Versus Podcast. Podcast. We're in the B Rupee again. Yeah, we are. We're in our in the spot. It sounds good. It does sound good. I like it. Um, we have our gold rum candle burning. I have my fizzy water. Lorenzo has his hard seltzer from Marble. Mm-hmm. All is well in the world again. Mm-hmm. I like how we paint the picture every podcast we start. <laughs> well, he we can't just... be here, you know. Yeah. I do want to turn that lamp on because it's super cool. Okay. We have this like fun, funky '70s style lamp that I love so much. Ooh. That Geo got for the room, and it looks so good. It's got a. Are those called Edison bulbs? Yeah. 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 Let's relax. We have a. Relax. We have a story to tell today. Oh God. Yeah, we do. But yeah, Edison bulb. We have, uh, in our little recording spot. I guess this could be a sort of little mini promo for this project. Yeah. Um, Lindsay, a couple of months ago, maybe it was this summer, had this idea of getting Albuquerque podcasters together and networking together. And Let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's always going to be um, a real good time. I don't know the song. It's from the parent drop. Right. Talk. So she sort of reached out to some folks. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to take the credit for finding Eric's podcast. Cause yes, please do. Cause you were the one that was like, you got to listen to this. It's yeah. so good. And then I did. And I was like, it is so good. Yeah. I want that guy on my team. Right. Uh, so Lindsay reached out and um, gained a friend and a fellow podcaster. Yeah, and we we I mean you have a, another podcast with your brother. Um, What's up, ABQ? Mm-hmm. We know I've been know, I've known Geo since high school. Uh, Geo Brian and Geo made a podcast. Um, who else is in the guild? Gosh, uh, ten, ten drink, drink minimum. minimum. I don't know how how do we find ten drink. Uh, just I think, word of mouth. I think I I think I had them on my radar too. Yeah, he's an OG um, um, Albuquerque podcaster. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it for like sixteen years, so yeah. he's kind of on the radar for like New Mexico podcasters. Right. I think. Yeah. I was a guest on his show a few weeks back. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I said a lot of f bombs. Yeah, listen to it. Yeah, or if Check you're my father in law, please don't. Um, <laughs> he he did for a little bit. And- I think I offended him. It's okay. Uh, I um, may have also had a few drinks in me as well, so that contributes for sure. Right. And then Eric from um, True Consequences and Dos Pequeños, mm-hmm. he was a guest like a few weeks ago on Tendrick Minimum also. And oh, they really? do a Yeah. Oh. And they do a YouTube feed, so you can kind of watch it live too, nice. which is really cool. It's every Sunday. It's awesome. So yeah. Very nice. Um, we'll have to get a guest on our podcast. We've only done it a handful of times. Ryan was on our podcast yeah. a few times. We talked Space Jam and we did a we did a joint podcast with What's Up ABQ where one of them was um edited and, and mixed and everything else by by Paul. Yeah. Uh shout out Paul. What up, Paul? We'll see you on Monday, buddy. <laughs> He's coming to Albuquerque to visit. To visit. Nay, he is coming home. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the other one was just done in our style, and we both kind of released those podcasts. It was like, during the beginning of COVID. Like concurrently. Um, yeah. Yeah, through different lenses. Right. 
And then I think my my brother was on our podcast once. He was. We did a Facebook live stream one time. Do you remember that? It was like a few years ago. No. Okay. Yeah. From so, our patio. Yeah. Ryan was doing the Facebook live. <laughs> um, yeah. That was fun. That was like a really weird laugh I just did. Like that was not my laugh. <laughs> that was like a news anchor laugh. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a, what a pickle. <laughs> oh. Back to you, Tom. Mm. Um uh anyways yeah so fun times fun times in the brawlist podcasting guild um so anyways check out our website which i designed brawlistpodcastersguild.com it's beautiful yeah i like it a lot we're gonna have a grand opening here per uh well pending what happens with covid we're keeping our fingers crossed but november 14th um we will be doing Tours of the space, obviously socially distanced tours. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a food Bring truck. your hazmat suit. Yeah, for real. Bring your Breaking Bad gear. Um, bring your mess suits, guys. Dude, that's a really cool COVID idea for like a Halloween. You can just like have a meth lab and everybody's wearing like <laughs> I mean, hazmat suits. I mean, not a real meth lab. Please I mean, yeah, not a real one, but like, yeah. Albuquerque, if you're listening, like that was not a suggestion to go like DIY your own meth lab. Please I mean, don't they already that. are. <laughs> <laughs> we're super super mean to ourselves sometimes um hey so do you want to break the news sure are we done talking guild i guess we're done talking guild yeah 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 so I've guild already, talk i've already kind of lorenzo i've already i mean this has been brewing for a bit mm-hmm. but um i mean if you are kind of a somewhat listener to our podcast i think there's people who listen there's people who know <laughs> Um, the metrics say that we have a couple of downloads, but anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll get to it. That's like my trademark. I, I, God, I, I, get diddle, on with it, man. I diddle daddle. He d- dilly dally. It's a dilly dally. <laughs> <laughs> I diddle daddle. I <laughs> dilly dally. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I'd like to build suspense oh my gosh. until you, until you just turn, <laughs> until you throw your phone across the room. I'm getting there. Um, so... <laughs> Don't make me destroy this beautiful space. I won't. All right. So over the past couple of years, we talk about Portland, how we want to move or like how we're like frustrated with our current situation or there's things going on that just make us want to change our lives. Uh, And Portland has always been on our radar. Well, back in August or September, um, Lindsay got to that point too. We kind of hit pl- places at different time frames. I finally like, caught up with you. I was I was there over the summer, right? And we were going to move. Sorry, this it smells like cleaner, and I just need to air. You it just out open up the window. Yeah. That's cool. Sorry. Compromised our sound, but that's all right. Ooh, now it doesn't smell like, like yeah, oh, like fabuloso. Yeah. Um, so we were going to move to Portland this summer. Didn't work out. Probably for, the be- probably for the best. <laughs> we decided, hey, we're going to stay in town. And so I started focusing on my my job here and my life here. And I'm just going forward. But Lindsay got to where I was this summer. And she's like, you know what? I'm done with Albuquerque right now. Like, there's a lot of things that are happening. Kind of personal stuff just going on. Let's, I'm going to, she she just like searched. Go ahead. Hold on. Yeah. I, I don't want to say like negatively like i'm done with albuquerque i love albuquerque it's a good city i love new mexico it's a good state Mm -hmm. um i think for me it was just more like if we're gonna if we're gonna do this like we're actually gonna do this and jump into action Mm -hmm. like we have the time 
with mm-hmm. COVID. Like, we're renting. Our lease is about to be up. Like, I don't know. It just makes sense. It mm-hmm. makes sense to, to really pursue this right now. Right. Um, part of my apprehension was like, oh, you know, the kids, I don't want them to leave, leave their friends in school and start another school year and have to, right. you know, leave. But the thing is, like, we're not doing mm-hmm. school in schools. <laughs> right. Um, we're opting to homeschool this year, which is crazy. I never thought I would be that person. Right. I hate it, but mm-hmm. it's way better than the alternative. So, right. um. Well, this summer we got to that point and we were, we had told our, our landlord mm-hmm. that we are moving yeah. to Portland Yeah, and we were ready to go. But I think when it comes down to the dream, you know, it's one thing to dream about something, but when it comes down to taking action, it gets to be pretty scary. And in that moment, like when we're about to move, I know you got to that point where you're just like, I can't do this. We can't, we got, we well, got to stay. I, I, the timing at that point in the summer just wasn't right. And I don't know how to explain it other than that. Like. I just felt some apprehension because at the same time, we didn't know what the deal was with COVID. Mm-hmm. We were still waiting to find out if like we were flattening the curve or what was going to happen with school. Right. Um, we didn't know what the situation was with like renting and school and all of these things were kind of up in the air in society. And so I really felt like we needed to wait until there was a solid outline of what the rest of the year is going to look like. And now that we have that, it's like, okay. I know how to anticipate the rest of this right. and like we can move forward. Yeah. So fast forward like a month in, after that. Yeah. Um, we signed a new lease. Our rent went up 50 bucks. Whatever. Let's, we're just going to continue with life. And my attitude was like, cool. I'm about to graduate from my master's degree. I have a, I have a school year. I can just get through this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to face forward and just get through this. And then I'll reevaluate in the summer. We'll see what goes on. But Lindsay, you got to this point where you're just like, no, let's let's figure this out. And you started searching for jobs all over the country. With well, I started the, with the, game planning hardcore. Well, but the thing that you did was you searched um, with the keyword relocation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just sent me all these jobs. My inbox was filled well, like every single day with like these emails you sent me. Also, I mean, at this point, Lorenzo hadn't graduated with his MBA yet. He was really close. And so I felt like, okay, we should get that taken care of. We should get that done. But really... That's a really good opportunity. If you're going to get your foot in the door to another career, like as a new graduate, there's a lot of opportunity out there. And so Mm -hmm. that's the time that you need to seize it. And so we kind of just, I just kind of went to work. Right. So there was a Saturday when um, I was actually still in class. Like I was still doing my classes. So I was pretty busy on the weekends. That's when I got my schoolwork done. But I had a break and I was like, you know what? Okay, fine. I'll just apply to all of these jobs that Lindsay sent me in my inbox. So I did it. I just hammered them out like one by one by one by one. Um, and I, I did, I did one for Amazon, um, and it was relocation. It was recent graduates, um, it was this program. So I, I did the application and then like a day later, they sent me like this assessment and it's this assessment that took, uh, like an hour and a half. It was, it's I don't a know if you remember. process. Um, I do remember. Yeah. So I took the assessment. I didn't think much of it. Like they were asking me questions, um, about like operations and like uh like they gave me excel sheets and i had to like interpret data and like all just random stuff i didn't know if and then then they had like a like a like a personality kind of test like what would you do in this situation temperament Temperament, yeah um so i didn't think much of it i was like i I filled out so many applications and i haven't heard back from any like a lot of these over the years over like since i graduated my undergrad so long ago but the next day they or I don't know how long it was after that, but they sent me another email. I think it was like two or three yeah. days. They sent me another email and they, they want to interview. So I'm like, wow, I'm pretty excited. Like I have an interview. 
Um, so I thought, you know, what? I'll, I'll just try it. I'll see, see how it goes. Like they offer relocation. Um, I'll just see how this goes. So I, I did the interview. Um, it was, uh, like two interviews, like rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like about a week later, I got an email and said that I got the job. Yeah. Um, we didn't know where we would be. <laughs> we had that was an interesting part. Like they give you kind of like we Lorenzo had pl- applied to the West Coast sector, and so there was like there's a whole East Coast one yeah. too, but it was West Coast, and so they gave us a list of like it's like twelve or thirteen different yeah. cities, and we had to label them like, like Washington, one, Oregon, Idaho, like order ne- of preference. I think Nevada was on there too. Nevada was on there. It was uh, like Henderson. I yeah, think. Colorado, Northern California. Um, the Bay Area. Bay Area. Um, so they had us rank these cities from Boise, Idaho. Yeah, Idaho. Like one to thirteen or whatever it right. was. Yeah. So of course, like Port- <laughs> Portland was on the list. I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'll put Portland. And Seattle was number our one. Second, yeah, I Seattle think. second. Yeah. They think I don't know what was third. I think like Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento, Boise. Um, but yeah, and then I got the job, which was <laughs> was crazy. That was yeah a, a while back. So that's our news. <laughs> yeah. So we're moving to Portland. We're, we're moving to Portland. Amazon's um, moving us to Portland. <laughs> and life is going to change pretty pretty drastically. Like, mm-hmm. and I've been sort of just bracing myself for that. Yeah. But. It's exciting, though. Yeah. I mean, we have had to, like, really. I mean, gosh, there's been so many factors that have gone into it. Like, at the time we found out Lorenzo got the job, everything was on fire. Um, <laughs> Not literally. No, but... like, in Oregon, they were having. Oh, literally. Severe, yeah, okay, yeah. Severe fires in like Oregon and Washington life. and California. Right. And so that was that was a concern. Um, but then, then there's, there's the political unrest and, like, riots and stuff like that. And then that Trump was about. like, oh, Portland's like an anarchist state or something. I don't know. Whatever. Or anarchist city. I don't know. Whatever. Um, fuck that guy, for real. But <laughs> anyway, so we were kind of like, all right, like, we've got to figure out our timeline. We had to wait for the offer letter from Amazon. Uh, and then, ironically, my mom's cousin up in Portland has a house that she's renting out mm-hmm. and needs tenants. And so <laughs> we have a house up there um which i mean is great because the process of renting up there is so competitive and it's so different than anywhere i've ever been um and i i'm probably gonna botch this but like the process in portland because there's there's a housing shortage and it's competitive is like by law they have to put a house they have to put a notice out that a house will be coming up for rent so it's not even up for rent yet but they have to say in two weeks, this house will be for rent. Right. It's like they have to announce it. And then you have to submit your application on a certain day at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do it before then or you'll get kicked back in the order of receipt or you'll be fined. You'll have to pay an extra amount of money. or It's like it kicks you back in the process. It's, it's a fair housing law. Right. And so you have to wait to send your application in with your you know, application fee and your rental application and all this stuff hoping that you're the first one that they receive. And if you're not, mm-hmm. then you get put on a wait list. Right. And so if the next person, the person in front of you can't do it for some reason, then they kick it down to you and they're mm-hmm. like, okay, you're next in line for this application process. If you still want this house, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so crazy. And then a lot of the time, because it's so competitive, they'll tell you like, if you're approved, you have to move in within like two weeks, Yeah. which makes long-term planning like for us out of state, pretty difficult. Yeah. Um, 
So I'm really grateful that my mom's aunt has, or my mom's cousin has a house. Yeah. And it actually checked all of our boxes too, which is amazing. <laughs> I, yeah. Has more space than I would have ever imagined. Yeah. We were, we were looking to downsize. We were like, okay, we'll yeah. have, we'll be in a three bedroom, like 900 square foot house because that's what we can afford yeah. in Portland right now. And instead it's four bedrooms and it's 1800 square feet and it has a double garage and a yard for our kids. Like I could not be more grateful. So it's just things, things really do have a way of falling into place with the right timing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm excited. I am too. It's Um, going to be, it's going to be different. different. It's going to be different. And I'm still scared of the unknowns. I don't know what my job is going to actually be like. I don't know what it's going to be like to live in in such a drastically different climate. I don't Mm -hmm. know what it's going to be like to be away from uh, immediate family. I do. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, could be. (laughs) Sorry. But I mean, there's a lot of just things that I just don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know how we're, how our marriage is going to react. I don't know how our kids are going to react. Um, I hope hope it works well, and I hope that if if not, like we can adjust. Um, and it yeah. accordingly. Yeah, I just think that you know our kids are still young. We have the opportunity because school is at home anyway, and it's weird anyway. Mm-hmm. We have an opportunity right now. And I, and I hate to say an opportunity with COVID because that sounds really insensitive and I don't mean it to sound that way, but I think the positive side, the silver lining. Yeah, there you Mm -hmm. go. The silver lining of all of this for our family is that we have a chance to start fresh, try something different because the world is different right now anyway. Mm -hmm. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, you know what? New Mexico is still here. It's going to be here. The beauty of New Mexico is that things do not change quickly. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) <laughs> New Mexico works on New Mexico time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, wait, the, your perspective on that is interesting to me because during COVID, like everything is, everything has changed. This this disease has made our, our entire world operate differently. Mm-hmm. And you could either look at it as a, a time and place that you can't do something or you can look at it in a, as a time and place where you, where this is your opportunity to do something. And I kind of look at it as that, like, you know, our kids, our kids are not going to be an in-person school. Yeah. Um, so let's use that to our advantage. I right. mean, I feel like this is, and I'm, I, I'm not trying to like brag on us. I just think that because we are creative out of the box thinkers, mm-hmm. this is kind of how we thrive. So in weird, in weird situations, we are able to look at that and say, okay, what can we do with this set of circumstances creatively? And so that's that's what we're trying to do. And we'll see how it works out. It may not work out. I don't know. But I feel like I'm at the point where I just have to try. Right. And that's it. Yeah. You know, we just have to try. Right. And you can kind of calculate the risk mm-hmm. and you can decide, hey, is this a risk that is worth taking? Um, is this a risk that I can recover from? Which, yes. Um, And risks are scary. Like, it's super scary to, for for me especially, because I haven't really moved away from my home. Mm -hmm. I haven't really moved away from my parents. Well, we lived in Missouri. I mean, shortly. Like, that was like a short (laughs) period of time. Yeah. Um, Missouri was not for And we didn't have kids. We've never done this with kids. It's true. So, I don't know. I just look at it as a great adventure. (laughs) This might be the beginning of the best season of Parenting versus Podcast or the beginning of the of the The last (laughs) of the last. We'll find out. We'll keep you updated. I just, you know, my my joy comes from knowing that 
I'm an hour away from the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, I can show my kids the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like I have, we have very good friends in Seattle, like mm-hmm. several. So if we're feeling lonely, it's mm-hmm. a three hour drive to see people that make us feel like we're home. Right. Um, and I'm grateful for that. And you know, it's funny because I grew up in Oregon and I have a lot of friends up there from being a teenager and stuff. And I, I have had to tell a few of them, like, I would love to see you. I realize it's not the same. Like I, and you realize that you're not the same. Right. Every like people are change. Right. I just I don't know what they're expecting on my end. Like I I hope that they're not expecting me to think that it's the same because I don't. Yeah. (laughs) I just would like to get to know them as adults because I don't know them as adults. I know them as teenagers when I was 16. I don't Mm -hmm. know them in their adult season Mm -hmm. of life, and I would love to. And and we're we are adults, and I understand like if chemistry is not. Yeah, it's fine. Like no harm to fall, right? Um, so it'll be interesting. It'll definitely be interesting. It'll be a good, a good challenge if nothing else. And Mm -hmm. I think that even career wise, I think, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but Albuquerque is a great city if you're a scientist and you work at the labs Mm -hmm. or you're, um, in the military and you work on base or you're in the medical field and you're a doctor and you're working at UNM for cancer research, it's really good for those things. Mm-hmm. But as far as mid-level careers, there's not a lot. Yeah. Um, and so going to a bigger city just opens a lot more opportunity and doors than we've had here. Right. We've tried. I mean, and that's the thing that we keep telling people and we tell our parents too is like us moving is not like we're like, fuck you, Albuquerque, we're out. It's it's not for lack of trying. Yeah. We have tried to buy a house here like four times. Um, we've tried so many times to get better jobs and to really like work up our careers. And it just mm-hmm. has not worked because the opportunity is not here. Um, I, I hope, hope it's it changing. Yeah. yeah. I hope it gets there. And there are people who are moving here. You can tell, like I, f- we were driving the other day and I was telling you, like, I feel like Albuquerque is kind of on an uptick right now. It just yeah, seems which like is that. great. I hope it does. Um, and there are a lot of people who are relocating here. And who are who are being moved here? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I got to meet uh, even one guy. Like you could tell, he was relocated with this company. I don't know who who, but the way you say that's funny. What relocated? Relocated, relocated. Like I have the yeah, you emphasis have... on the yeah relocated. Yeah, relocated. Um, yeah. <laughs> the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. So people who 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 live here, like I follow some folks on Twitter who are not natives, but they, you know, they've been transplanted and they go, they go hiking in the foothills and they're taking pictures and they're going to the peak and they're going, there's so much outdoor activity. And if you're an outdoors person, like Albuquerque is perfect. Our air is clean. Most of the time, if there, if there's not fires going on, like right now it's kind of smoggy, but our air is super clean. Some of the cleanest air in the country, our weather is sunny and it doesn't get hot like Phoenix. Guys, it's October and our kids are going swimming at their great aunt's house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Today in the pool outside. Yeah. So, I mean, the we- the weather is good. Like, people who are transplanted here love it. And I, I love it too. But I also, I also, I need to know for myself that, um, I need to know for myself that this move is going to, is going to work mm-hmm. or if it's not going to work. I, I just need to know. Right. I need, I, I need to try. Because, you know, it's it just doesn't seem like we've we've completely thri- thrived, thriven, thrived, I thrived, uh, been thriving. <laughs> I don't know, been thriving. Yeah, well, um, and, that's, and again, that's not for lack of trying. Like I, right. we said it over and over. Like we have attempted to buy a house, we have attempted to establish ourselves here, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, the environment for our family is just not 
we're not thriving. It's like we're we're almost at a standstill, and it's like we've gone every which direction to try to like be creative right. about that situation, and it just mm-hmm. not ha- has not worked out. Yeah. Um, that okay. doesn't mean Albuquerque is a bad place. No. It doesn't mean the people here are bad. I love the people here. I have lots of people here that I care about very much. Great and, friends, yeah. And I'm excited to come back and visit and right, see right. those people. I'm excited to come back in this room mm-hmm. in the Brellas Podcasters Guild and sit with my friends and laugh. Like, mm-hmm. I just think it's time, you know, I think you make that decision when you have a family. Like, you're right. like, okay, I've got to make a choice for my family now, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I don't know, maybe I don't want to go too far back into my upbringing in childhood because i i've exhausted that thread really but i mean i i have been taught to have this idea that oh money is the root of all evil or like don't let money like control you and i get that like there's doesn't hurt when you owe rent there's there's some balance to that (laughs) and like money doesn't bring happiness but if you don't have any money and you can't pay your rent or if you can't buy groceries for your kids like there is a line to draw. Like money, money will bring you happiness it when will you at least bring you contentment, yeah, so you can thrive. When you can, when you can pay your rent, and when you can start to chip away at some of your student loan debt or mm-hmm. like your credit card debt or whatever it is yeah. that's going on, then you're going to be a little bit happier because there's not that stress that's going on, yeah. and Constant that's kind that's kind of where we were. Yeah, for a long and, time. And that's kind of even where we still are, and that's kind of why that's one of the main reasons for me to try to make this move happen is because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm in my late thirties and I am not in a spot where I need to be like, as far as all of that's concerned. So I don't know. I'm just, I remember one of the most eye opening situations for me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to talk about this on the podcast and it might make people uncomfortable. I don't know, whatever my podcast, I do what I want do what you want. There was a time when you and I were both working. Mm-hmm. Um, you were full. I think I was part-time, but on the higher end of part-time, I was like 35 hours a week or something. Dang. Yeah. At YDDC. Oh, yeah. Um, and we were on food stamps. And I remember thinking, this is not how it's supposed to be. Right. Like, we are both working. We both have jobs. Like, we are both contributing. How in the hell are we on food? Like, how how is it that we don't have enough money to, like just support our family when we're both working, doing the best we can. Mm -hmm. You know, we had Luke, he was a baby at the time. And I just remember being so ashamed by that. And there's no shame in being on food stamps. That's not what I'm saying. The shame came from thinking I have a job. Lorenzo has a job and this is the best I can do for my family. And it's hard because there's so many people in that position. And if they don't get those opportunities, they either accept that position and Mm -hmm. they say, okay, I guess this is what it's going to be. There is a shame, though. You feel shamed. Oh, yeah. You feel like, I don't know about you, but like if, if, if I'm using an EBT card and I go to the grocery store and there's people behind me in line. Well, you know I'm, they're judging you. Well, no, I, I, I even try to like sort of mask the fact that I'm using an EBT card or food stamps like to pay for my food. Like I feel embarrassed. Like you can't buy your own food. Like the society's telling me you can't buy your own food. Like what kind of person are you? Like like work harder. Pull Pull yourself up by your damn bootstraps you bum i don't know like it's it's embarrassing but like sometimes that those benefits are needed and they're meant to be temporary but there's so many people who are stuck on those like has have not been temporary and they're working so hard and they're like trying to find opportunity and they can't like i we're lucky yeah that yeah that i i got an offer to move out of out of albuquerque because 
Really? To relocate? Do you know how expensive that is? Relocate? To relocate. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, relocate? Relocate. <laughs> it's expensive. Like, it I had no it's idea how expensive insane. it was. Like, I'm, we're going to take the cheapest option. We're going to pack ourselves. We're going to move ourselves. We're we gonna, have been Craigslisting our shit like crazy. We, and we're going to get a U-Haul. Yep. And still, it's going to run us, like, mm-hmm. like, like 2500 bucks. Yeah. Somebody who who is trying their hardest to find opportunity within their community that does not have a lot of opportunity, and they and can't they, leave. And, they, and they don't have a company that's going to move them. Right. They can't leave. Right. You can't just leave. Right. <laughs> and I think that that's the biggest thing is that people need to realize that poverty and and things like that, it's not always a choice. It's not always like somebody's not trying their hardest. Mm-hmm. There are people. I mean, you were a teacher for like Albuquerque public schools mm-hmm. and we were on food stamps. Like there's something wrong with that. I'll just give you an idea. My, my <laughs> first year teaching, I left, I left a call center job when I was, where I was doing tech support in my first year teaching. I remember I got my first check and it was under a thousand bucks. It was like 800 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, being like, Wait, I remember what? thinking like, Oh, well, you know what? Maybe here's what happened. Uh, I only worked like half a pay period. So my next check's going to be really good. So I just waited it out for another two weeks and I got my next paycheck and it was <laughs> 800 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, well, shit, what am I going to do? Um, well, I'm, I'm, I have benefits. Um, I, my, my benefits for APS were like 200 bucks by themselves. And then they take out another 200 bucks for pension. So that left me with whatever I was getting. And so I, I had to figure it out. Like, well, maybe I apply, maybe I, maybe I qualify for Medicaid. Maybe I qualify for food stamps. So I, I, I took advantage of those programs yeah. and even you were working too. Yep. Um, I wasn't making a lot. I think my paychecks were pulling in 300. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that was covering our car insurance. Right. That was literally like, that was just like, I didn't see any of that money. It yeah. was just like, Oh, car insurance. Here you go. Right. <laughs> so, so we just had, to, we just kind of had to figure it out and hope for the best and like kept working and. I don't know. It just, it was not sustainable. Mm-mm. And even, even now, like I've leveled up as a teacher, they've since give us, given us a raise. Our checks are better, but we're still kind of just getting by. Something had to give. Yeah. And I think too, you know, we've gotten a little bit of flack and kickback from family members saying, well, it's only a slight raise. If you go to Portland, you're not making that much more money. And we're like, oh, and cost of living. Everybody says cost of living this. Yeah. But, it's yeah. honestly cost of living rent is about the same for what we're paying here it's yeah. slightly higher but not by much again we got we got lucky because you have family but mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm grateful for that um but but even so even so it's not i mean we're still paying out the you know what for rent and we've tried to buy a house we've tried to go the cheaper route but because of our debt to income with our student loans we can't crawl out of that hole and we're never going to staying here hoping for a better scenario like mm-hmm. we have to physically move ourselves where there's more opportunity and it's crazy because I've had, like, I've been applying to jobs in Portland, and I've had so many bites and people calling for interviews up there. And I'm like, I've never had this much feedback here mm-hmm. looking for a job. Right. And even that just tells me it's time, you know, it's time to to really get in there and, and change some things. Yeah. And it's bittersweet. I mean, I love New Mexico, and I say that all the time. I love its people. I don't think it's the people's fault that there's this situation that we're in. I think it's a community effort that needs to be changed. Yeah. Thus the Burles Podcasters Guild is one of those things. Well, yeah. I mean, that's something we established because I want people to have a voice and I want to leave the community better than I found it. And I hope that that is, that continues. I mean, the people whose hands it's in are great, amazing people. And I know they're going to do amazing things with or without me. Like that's, it's just, it's, it is what it is, but you know, 
I just, I really think that some things need to change. And I think that we as a society need to realize that when one person is hungry or one person is not making ends meet, like that affects everybody. Yeah. It comes down, I think, to like just having an empathetic sort of attitude. Mm -hmm. You don't know what's going on in... You don't and, know everybody's and, story. You and, don't yeah, know. Yeah, and people's stories. Like, they, they're going through stuff, and you don't know, like, exactly what's going on. You know what's going on in front of yourself, mm -hmm. and that's the best story that you know. But you don't know what's going on in, like, somebody who who lives off of under $30,000 a year in, in, like, in like in like Louisiana or, mm -hmm. or like, in some other state or whatever. Like, it's – there's so many – like, you're, you're presented with different problems and your different situations and there's, like, yeah. infinite amounts of, like, situations people can be in. So, if you're – if you're – if, you, if you're white, I don't – if you're white, upper middle class, living in some coastal city and – or even some suburb in, like, in a, of, a, of a coastal city and you're like, well, they just need to try harder or whatever, like – yeah maybe you don't know how like, hard they're already trying like sometimes. yeah you, maybe you worked pretty hard but you may maybe you've had a lot of handouts that a lot of people haven't had and it's and opportunities that other yeah. people don't have you know it's interesting um being a like my backgrounds in case management i say it all the time social services community services um <laughs> i swear i'd never go back to that but i might <laughs> i might just do that it's i like don't know hotel california i know um but it's interesting because, you know, there was a time when I worked for an organization here in Albuquerque and there was a lot of women coming out of sex trafficking and prostitution off the streets and we would get them housing. And yes, some of the women took advantage of our handouts, but there were other women where people would say things like, well, I don't know why she doesn't just try harder. And I'm thinking if you had any idea what this person came from mm -hmm. versus where they are now, you'd be blown away. All you're seeing in front of your face is right now and your own bias like towards what you what you think you know right okay. there was one lady and i can't use names but like she came off the streets she was heavy into stripping and prostitution and she made a ton of money doing that like a ton of money but she had a kid and she wanted out of the lifestyle mm -hmm. and the minute she quit the lifestyle she didn't have that money anymore mm -hmm. because she didn't have a lot of other skills she wasn't trained in a lot of other skills and so mm -hmm. the money went away yeah. it would have been really easy for her to go back to that lifestyle mm -hmm. because that's what she knew and that paid the bills. Mm -hmm. But she was like, no, I want something different for my child. I don't want strange men in and out of my house with my kid here. I don't, she had a goal. She went to CNM and she got a degree in business, like just a, just a little certificate, like a, like a certificate like, okay. in like business, like, you know, accounting and things. Yeah. And she ended up getting a job at um, a gas station mm -hmm. for some people. They would look down on that and they would mm -hmm. say, oh, that's, you know, trashy. That's nothing. Like, right. how can you, how can you do that? Like, that's not even a real career. But the fact that this woman like came from a ton of money coming in that mm -hmm. was easy to, to making an honest living. And then she ended up being the manager really? when she was my client, she got promoted. Wow. Like that's huge for somebody yeah. and you don't know their struggle and you don't know their story and you don't know what they've come from. Yeah. And so... New Mexico has a lot of that. And I think we need to just look with a different lens at people because, you know, we're in this time where I think COVID has really even the playing field for a lot of people. Maybe yeah. been more humbling. The virus does not discriminate. Right. I mean, even got our president, so. But I'm looking at this girl now, like, she's an essential person. Like, mm -hmm. while everybody else is at home, working from home, mm -hmm. she's out there on the front lines doing her job. Yeah. And, like, so we should be saying thank you. Oh yeah. Um, and we should we should 
realize that people are more important than we sometimes give them credit for. Yeah. And I'm going to get off my soapbox now, but yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, yes, thank you doctors. Uh, but thank you. The average person that doesn't make a million a year and like, <laughs> right. is just trying thank, to like make th- bills the honest way. Thank, thank you. you thank doctors. you. I mean, we do need you doctors. Um, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to feel bad for you though, because you're driving a Land Rover to work mm. and gas station attendants are trying to make ends meet. So mm-hmm. I guess we need everybody, but yeah. Yeah, it's just a different Our gas station attendants don't, don't get PPE. Yep. And I guess maybe some of our doctors don't either, but I mean, like they, I guess, would have enough. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Well, cool. Do you want to take a quick break? Yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Lorenzo's going to grab another cider. I'm going to grab another water, and we will be right back. We'll be right back. back we're back i got coughed on yesterday yeah let's talk about <laughs> the downside we had a shit day yesterday i'm yeah, sorry this is gonna take a little a turn bit. for the negative yeah. before the break we talked about uh moving and optimism and stuff now we're gonna turn it around because that's just what we're gonna do i guess yeah we're getting into the nitty-gritty yeah well um yeah, it was, it was a, definitely a 2020 kind of day yesterday. I just texted my friend, fuck all these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about corporate stooges, guys. Mm-hmm. By the way. <laughs> the stooges. Can I just side note what just sure, happened? Sure, okay, sure. I'm a little irritated right now. There is somebody that we interviewed on the What's Up ABQ podcast, which the What's Up ABQ podcast is something we created two years ago to um, not even, little, no, a year and a little more a year yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We created this. We did all the work. We interviewed this person who works for the city. And now, all of a sudden, the city has a podcast that is very similar in intellectual property to ours. And it makes me just a little angry because if you have money and you work for some corporatized piece of shit government entity, you can steal other people's intellectual property and then you can market it off and siphon it as your own. Fuck you, city of Albuquerque. I'm done now. Okay. Did you get it out of your system? Mm-hmm. Feel better? Mm-hmm. All right. So, Yeah. Got coughed on yesterday. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Should I even talk about that? Is yeah, that... I think you should. It's right. relevant to the culture we're in right now. Yeah, so, um, Lindsay, you were doing something. Oh, you, you had a job interview. You were doing a job interview, and uh, kids were hungry. Um, fridge was looking kind of bare, so I thought, you know, usually I won't take my kids to the store, especially now, but kids have to eat. Lindsay was in an interview. I'm like, well, what do I do? I'm going to go take them to get some some food at the grocery store. We're going to make some lunch. So I went to Walmart because even though I disagree with Walmart's business practices as a consumer, they have the cheapest, uh, um, uh, toilet paper and <laughs> laundry detergent and their food is pretty priced reasonably. And they're starting to offer a bit more healthy options. So I went to Walmart, um, and kids were all masked up. We sanitized our hands and we were walking inside, getting ready to, you know, just do our quick shopping, get out and then go home and make lunch. 
um, well, as we're coming in and I'm like sanitizing the, uh, the grocery cart, a couple of ladies come in and I hear the greeter person say, excuse me, ma'am, you, you need to wear a mask to, to come in. And, and she was like giving them a hard time and kind of harassing them. And she was like pushing her way through to come in and to go shop. She's being really rude about it. And, and I was there. So I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I spoke up and I said, I said, well, it's, it's a state, it's a state mandate. We, we have to wear masks. And she's like, and then she started giving me a hard time. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, you're, you're going to get somebody sick. And so she started to like pretend cough on me, but she was like really coughing and she was like close, kind of close to me. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, what are the you doing? The point is you wouldn't do this in non-COVID time. Right. Because it's rude. Why would you do it now? Why would you do it at all? Unless you're a terrible person. I mean. No, I unless you're a terrible person. Yeah. So she started doing this and I'm like, what is wrong with you? And like, and she just like stormed off and kept going. Um, so I told the manager guy, and I was like, this lady like started coughing. I mean, she's not wearing a mask. And, um, so they went to go look for her or whatever, but I just thought, why, like, why, why do you have to be such a, so awful to other people? And like, why is it that you feel like you, your rights are infringed upon and like, you have, like, this is your, this is your thing. Like, I don't know, even if I didn't agree with masks and everybody said like, Hey, masks are required. Like I'm, I'm going to do that because I, because I have to, and it's like for the greater good of the community. And I don't know. Anyways. Um, no, but that's, it's true though. And, and the point is, even if you don't agree with it, even if you don't want to wear a mask, there's rules. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can't walk out in public without underwear on. People are going to tell you, Hey, go put your underwear on. We don't want your public nudity. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just a commonly decent thing to do. Right. Right. Wearing a mask is a state-mandated order. Whether or not you agree with it, it is still a rule, okay? You could just, like, buck up Mm -hmm. and be a grown-ass adult and be like, oh, you know, sometimes there's things that I don't like, but I have to do them anyway. Right. Because I'm an adult and I can handle myself in public. Yeah. But some people can't do that. Yeah. And that just shows their character. Like, It it reminds me of just, like, the temper tantrums my, my kids have. You're a little distracted right now. Should we? No, I'm. It's fine. I'm fine. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's. It just reminds me of like the temper tantrums our kids will have, like because our because her milk isn't warmed up, mm-hmm. or whatever. So, <laughs> anyways, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or when our sons get angry about their Xbox time because we cut it short, even though it's a privilege mm-hmm. to have an Xbox. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Should we pick this up later? You're still kind of steaming on the, on the, the thing. No, I'm okay. I, I have to... It's fine. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. That just... That was a... Before the break, when I found that news out, it was just kind of a low blow. It kind of... Like, my friend related it to being kicked in the teeth, and that's kind of what it feels like. Hmm. Um, Because What's Up ABQ is something I've worked very hard on, and I've done it from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. Grassroots. I didn't have any money behind me. I didn't right. let... Somebody didn't just hand me a bunch of money to make a podcast and mm. say, go for it. Like, I've done it for free. Right. We do ads locally for people for free because we want to support the community. And so to have somebody just come in with a bunch of money and corporatize it and rip off your idea, um, it's a little frustrating. It's a little hurtful, especially when it's somebody that you interviewed on your podcast about the community. Um, I just, I feel kind of stabbed in the back. Hmm. You know, it's, and, and I wish that we could have had a conversation about this because I would have been happy to help them with a different type of podcast 
so that we wouldn't be doing the same thing. But it just really feels like a cheap attempt to do the same thing that I've done that I've put a lot of elbow grease into. Yeah. It's like when somebody, you know, you do the work and someone else takes the credit. It just kind of sucks. Yeah. But I'm not going to let it deter me. Um, it's just been kind of like a weird couple of weeks for me anyway. <laughs> yeah. I went to the dentist to get what I thought was going to be a root canal. And mm-hmm. they told me that it actually was a tooth that was cracked and infected and they had to pull it. Yeah. So now I'm missing a tooth. <laughs> I look amazing. It's in the back. So you it's can... in the back, but you, but it's still, I'm not vain, but it's still, it still bothers me. There's mm-hmm. a reason why, like when you have nightmares about losing teeth, like it's traumatic, like mm-hmm. it still bothers you. I never have that. I had that. Nightmare. Oh, it's the worst. Um, so that happened. Then about a week later, I broke my toe. So I have a broken toe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better. I've been like limping yeah, you around. Kicked, you kicked the ottoman. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to. I I stubbed my toe on our this vintage ottoman we have, and then a few days later, I stubbed that same broken toe on a scale mm-hmm. that was on the ground, and so it like re-injured it. It was starting to feel better, and then it just like, re-injured it, so it, it it still really hurts. Um, and then yesterday, this is just I'm sorry, guys. Yesterday, I had an interview with a, a business in Portland. It's a, it was a hotline for child abuse, um, mm-hmm. that I can work remotely for. And I couldn't get my tech to work and it just like wouldn't work. And I was like, I started 30 minutes before the actual interview to try to get going and it just would not work for me. Right. So I was 15 minutes late to the interview mm-hmm. via like a phone chat because I couldn't get my tech to work. And I had like spent half the time just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I promise I'm not a terrible person like begging right? Um, I had to squeeze in a 30 minute interview into 10 minutes. It was horrific, horrendous. (laughs) And so I was frazzled by that. And I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but your references are getting called. Yeah. They're calling my references. So I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. But on your way home, on my way home yesterday, I got rear-ended really hard. So I'm a little sore. Um, this girl, I was at a stop, I was at a stoplight getting ready to turn right. I was fully stopped and she just plowed into the back of me. I don't know. I think she might've been texting, We'll never know because I'm sure she didn't admit that. But she said, "What did she say?" She said, "She uh, literally oh, said, I, my, I think I pressed the gas instead of the brake." Yeah, and, and then and she I, said, "I think I lifted your car off the ground because <laughs> I'm in a Prius and she was in a Hyundai Santa Fe." And I'm just like, "Oh my god!" So my trunk won't close. The back of my car is just like mangled and messed. Yeah. So we're dealing with insurance, and then you I get, get this back news. Pain. Then I get the, yeah, I have a little bit of back pain, which I'm not a I'm not a whiner like with that kind of stuff. But now I'm like, oh, that actually does kind of hurt. Hmm. Um, and on top of it, I find out about this podcast thing, so it's just like the cherry on top of a shit couple of weeks. Yeah. So I'm sorry if I'm just like that was like the hey. cherry just th- right there. That was the straw. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the well, fuck? It's fine. We'll listen to the podcast and tell you how how horrible it is. I'm going to punch her in her face if I see her. <laughs> I like how you passive aggressively sort of just like promoted it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, but you know what though? Here's, here's one thing I'm learning. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Mm-hmm. If somebody's copying you, you're doing something right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I just did it first. Let that be known. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the city's copying us. It just would have been, it would have been nice if they would have, you know. But isn't the city kind of like, with us. kind of trying to reach out? They are, but... Is that a different... This campaign that they're doing it under uh, was kind of a dead campaign. Uh. And they were looking for ways to revitalize it. And apparently they think doing a podcast like ours is the way to do that. Right. I think they could have been a little more creative in their efforts, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I 
I don't know. They could have done a think tank. But anyway, um, it just bothers me because I had been talking with this person that's mm-hmm. launching this. Mm-hmm. I had been talking with her about podcast ideas mm-hmm. and I had had a meeting with her and I pitched the idea of the guild actually to her. Um, so I'm like, what, what's next? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, I guess I'm happy that we're being copied because that means we're doing something correctly. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. the benefit is that I don't have a bunch of corporate money backing me so I can say whatever I want on my podcast oh, yeah. and I can do whatever I want and I don't have to dance around politics. Yay for that. The next What's Up ABQ is going to be a lot of F-bombs. Watch out. Mm. Mighty Mike <laughs> already covered it for me. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That man dropped so many F-bombs. It was like a missile crisis. <laughs> Um, you have to put an explicit on that one. Not just bombs, missiles. Is Paul going to bleep them out or? No, it's a podcast. You don't have to bleep anything if you don't want to. There you go. Um, I think we're just going to maintain that we are the punk rock of. There you go. What's up, ABQ? And I'm happy. You guys will be the Ramones and they'll be the, the yard birds or something. (laughs) You know, the yard birds. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. All right. So yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of a shitty day yesterday, but. You can't manufacture sincerity. Yeah. So good luck with that, City of Albuquerque. Yeah. That's why I think our podcast is the best. Because sorry, we're, we're texting live. My friend Chris is joking around and he says, oh, hey, I think I'm going to launch a new podcast called How You Do in ABQ. I'm going to interview local businesses and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's kidding. Yeah. He just, yeah. He's just, uh, I don't know. It's just sort of funny. Yeah. Anyways, um, I don't know. Do you want to start wrapping up? Or do you have more? Do you have more to say? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just so angry. That's okay. <laughs> well, um, what are you listening to? <laughs> you want the, me to start? The wrath of my rage in my mind. Or I'll I'll start. Yeah, please do that. <laughs> well, what what are you listening to? Is our little thing at the end of our show where we talk about like what kind of media we're consuming? It's not just music. It's podcasts. It's TV shows. It's everything else. But. Um, we just finished, uh, we didn't just finish, but last, the last podcast we had just started, I think that, um, reality show called alone on Netflix, Mm -hmm. which was really good. We finished it. Um, if you're into that kind of thing, um, it's a reality. It's not, it's not like your, your typical reality show because I know you're, you're into reality. You like bar rescue and you like the gypsy show. Yeah, um, I do. <laughs> I didn't know you would like TLC that much. I'm glad my my it. big fat gypsy American wedding has yeah. been a real hit at our house lately. Oh yeah, um, but I we... just have a hard time believing that this is actually happening in America. I mean, like, I guess it's yeah, it's reality TV. It may just be a little bit like over mm-hmm. over hyped, right, and over embellished. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, is this a thing? Like, is this a thing that like we just don't know about? Like, or is this just like them trying to make good TV? And who are these people? Right. Anyway. Yeah. For sure, um, so yeah, it was a it was a good uh, it was a good show. Check it out. It was it was folks who are alone in the Arctic and they have to fend for themselves. And whoever stays the longest gets half a million dollars. And it was a really really cool show. Uh, a test of um, will, a test of their skills in the Arctic, a test of their mental like capability of just being alone, which is really cool. But we're done with that. Uh, we're watching a new show called uh utopia mm-hmm. which we've almost quit like a couple times because it is a bit gory do you know it what's is... keeping me there <laughs> what is it honestly i know let me let me can I answer this yeah it's uh i was gonna say john travolta but it's uh you're right um john cusack john cusack he's the only reason i'm still there <laughs> old john cusack is kind of strange though because he, he's, he's weird af anyway he, he have he you ever is. looked at his twitter 
I have not. Oh, you should. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pull that bad boy up. Um, <laughs> pull that hey, bad boy up. John Cusack, his hair has not aged, but his face has. So it's a little bit interesting to me. He lo- I mean, the thing is, you're always going to know it's John Cusack. Yeah. Like, he just is who he is. And, like, f- I mean, he's one of those people, I feel like he could have very easily gone the route of, like, washed up... 80s star because mm-hmm. he was in that movie uh crap what was it called the 80s one where he's holding the yeah the, the boom box, box. Oh, uh-huh. my God. i want to say, say say anything say anything yeah was it say anything yeah okay that's right yeah say anything yeah that's right in the rain yeah i mean he's such Romantic. a heartthrob god i would have been all about that you would have messed up his hair i would have messed up his hair so bad I would have made him hold two boom boxes. Um, no, but he, like, and then he's what? in. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I got two boom boxes and a microphone. You're gonna work for this cue. <laughs> um, no, and then he's in. So he's in movies like that, right? And then he's in these very serious, like psychological thriller movies. Mm-hmm. And then he's in Hot Tub Time Machine for Christ's sake. <laughs> like he's an enigma, that man. Yeah. I just love him. Yeah. <laughs> and R- Rain Wilson is in it. And I like that Rain Wilson is in this movie, but it's showing me that he's not Dwight Schrute. Exactly. I'm so Harry Potter, like Harry Potter is forever going to be Harry Potter. He's trying so hard not to be Harry Potter, but he's always going to be gonna, Harry Potter. No, he's always going to be. He's never going to shake that. No, he's always going to be Harry Potter. But Dwight Schrute, Rain Wilson, like, you know, he's, he's not, he's not Dwight in this. And you know what I mean? Like, he's, yeah, he's, no, he's. He's proving his acting worth. What's the what's the thing like versatility? Mm-hmm. Is that, is that the, yeah, versatility. Yeah, he's he's more versatile. So it's good. Um, it seem it's it's kind of pushing some boundaries a little bit, kind of like games Game of Thrones Thrones did in the mm-hmm. first couple seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I think we almost quit Game of Thrones a few times because mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like seeing kids harmed in film. Well, they but, this show is very socially taboo but then again it's also relevant because we're going through a pandemic right now and it's talking about viruses well and it also gets into the politics of big pharma and viruses Mm -hmm. and it gets into a lot of other things yes there's an imaginative element it's it's a little bit like conspiracy theory yeah well but then again we watched that show um it was like about the nazis in the 70s hiding out oh Oh, with uh with it's along those lines. Yeah. So it's based on like a comic series. So I get why it's gritty like that. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not for the faint of heart. It's definitely mm-hmm. not for your mom, guys. Don't watch nope. it with your parents. They will be offended and they will Don't be pissed that. and they will probably send you to get evaluated. Right. Um Unless they like John Cusack. And also, don't judge it by the first like 15 minutes because I almost did. I thought it was a completely different show. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. It's like comic book nerds, like nerding the hell out over comic book stuff. It didn't seem right? like it was filmed like super well. Like I, I don't know, like I what didn't didn't catch me and we 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 ended up like not watching the second half of the episode for like a week or something and then we sat down like oh, let's, let's watch the end of the first episode. Um and yeah. I don't know. I I like it. Um we'll see how it goes. Yeah, um, it's it's good. Um should I if go... you like that kind of thing. Right. So that's what we're, we're watching. And as far as podcasts are concerned, I have um, switched back to my Apple Podcast podcatcher. I was using 
um, I know this is totally riveting, but I was using CastBox. <laughs> it's totally uh, riveting. <laughs> but I, I moved back to uh, Apple Podcasts just because my library was there. So I started I started listening back again to um, Reply All, which was my it's one of my favorite podcasts. I love it. Um, and in the Reply All podcast, there was an episode uh, where they ta- we were, they, they were talking about uh, QAnon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's episode number 166, Country of Liars. And they were interviewing the uh, the founder of, I think it's 4chan or 8chan. I'm not sure which chan it was. <laughs> so many but chans. They were interviewing this this guy and they're talking about QAnon and like how like how it started and the um, the people behind QAnon. And uh, it's just it's a really interesting episode. And I just I I love the hosts too. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Can we deal with that? I'll deal with that in a minute. Um, yeah. uh, but anyways, yeah, I've been listening to that podcast. Uh, other podcasts I've been listening to, um, I listened to uh, an episode of The Confessional with Nadia Boltz-Weber. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know which episode it was, but it was really, it was a really good episode. Her podcast is just, it's it's a good podcast for people who are reconstructing their Christian faith. Mm-hmm. Um she at first can come off like she's trying too hard like her her cover is like it's a it's a it's an edgy looking woman kind of punk rock looking like she says a lot of bad words and stuff like that but when you actually dive a little bit deeper she really talks about some really interesting topics and it it is it is genuine even though it might seem like it has i don't know to me sort of an unauthentic sort of cover like like she's trying too hard or whatever but like it is. It's a great podcast. I think. Um, I also think that sometimes trying too hard. Maybe it's not that people are trying too hard. It's just hard to reconcile that on a podcast. Like right. it's hard to. You can't hear somebody's authenticity. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like it's rare. Well, I mean, you can, but like, mm-hmm. how do you present yourself as yourself when people can't see you and they don't know you? Right. You know. Yeah. No. Exactly. But I, I I really enjoy her podcast. I think it's it's great. It's called The Confessional, and she just talks about people who want to confess some sort of sin, some sort of flaw or whatever it is, and just they talk about it, and they're just honest about these real things that that go on. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, other things I've been listening to, um, well, YouTube. I spend a lot of time on YouTube, and I'm kind of like gravitating away. I don't know if that's gravitating, like anti-gravity, uh, whatever. I'm, I'm moving, I'm moving away from like the tech podcast that I've been listening to and kind of going back into the science to- uh, topic. I've, I've noticed podcasts. that when I walk into our bedroom, you're listening to like yeah. that stuff again. Yeah. That so, stuff. so I kind of go back and forth, I guess, but, um, one of my favorite YouTube channels is this channel called, uh, it's, it's got a lot of consonants and I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Uh, Kurt Skid, Kurt Um, Kurt wait. Kurzgesagt. Hold on, I'm trying. Kurzgesagt. Yeah. Kurs- <laughs> it's hard. It's in a nutshell. But they. I they, was saying how much I hate German earlier because yeah. it sounds terrible. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, German. Right. Um, <laughs> it's spelled K U R Z G E S A G T in a nutshell, and it's animated little things, and they talk about like science topics. Um, the most recent one was talking about our dependence on uh, fossil fuels and. Like, are we doomed? Like, are, is our planet going to be completely destroyed? And they talk about really cool things like how, like, can alien life exist? And, like, where is our society going as a, like, as a whole, like, advancements and, like, 
I mean, are we at the peak of society right now? Or what's mm-hmm. the next step? Like, mm-hmm. it's really cool, just really yeah. like mind exercises. That's good. Um, I think we all need that right now. Yeah. Especially uh, with all the uh, quote unquote debates. Happening. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, they can't even call them that. Yeah, and I guess they found out that Pence has COVID. So. Well, is there even <laughs> going to be any more debates if they keep testing positive? Yeah. Like, that's so messed up. I don't know. Uh, and the other one, the other one I've been listening to, the other um, uh, YouTube channel that I, which I've gone back to, I've listened to his his not podcast but his YouTube channel before, which was Vsauce, um, and he's just this really strange dude that talks about uh, again really cool scientific topics. And then finally, the last YouTube channel that I've been listening to or watching is um, he's a he's a vlogger, pretty popular vlogger. And he's been kind of on my radar, but I haven't really like gotten into it because it's not science and it's not it's not tech. It's just a guy talking, uh, which is uh, the Casey. Uh, what's his name? Casey something. Casey uh, Casey Neistat. Uh, so he's he's a he's a vlogger, uh, and he started off in New York City, I guess. And now they've moved to LA, and they just he just does these really short like two minute videos about um, different things. Um, your sister-in-law and my sister-in-law mm-hmm. just texted me and said, you should come down to our house. We just discovered eight puppies in the barn. Whoa. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, great. Um, Mom, do they want to keep this puppy for us until we move to Portland? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go play with eight puppies. No problem. Right. Sorry, okay. that was so side noted. My last, what I'm listening to is music. You have a lot to say today, huh? Oh, this is our, what, are, what we're I know. listening to. Can't right. wait till you get to me. I went first because you were worried about about being angry. I, I know. <laughs> now puppies. <laughs> I'm pissed. Eight puppies. Yeah. <laughs> puppies. All right. So I'll just I'll keep this one short. Um, so I listened. Okay. So another podcast I listened to is is labeled it's the Tooth and Nail podcast, and they were interviewing the lead singer from a from an, from a band that I used to love just right out of college, which is called the Juliana Theory. Have you heard them? Uh-huh. Um, and they were interviewing him and they, I found out that he was in the band Zayo, uh, Zayo, which is this like hardcore metal band. I'm like, what? Like Juliana Theory and Zayo? I had no idea there was a connection there. Um, so I, I started listening to Zayo and, and the Juliana Theory a bit. Um, and uh, Juliana Theory is this like really pop poppy emo sort of like just very sort of mainstream and i guess uh one of their one of their biggest songs is uh, on top on the top of the world or, t- or it's called top of the world um and if i if i played it like you would you would know it for mm-hmm. sure um but i started going back and listening to that uh, emotion is dead album uh which was kind of a really big album in my life and probably about 2001 i started listening to that um, and then I started listening to Zayo a little bit and I found out that my sons, Riley and Luke, your sons, yes, absolutely. Our, our sons, sons absolutely Don't love hardcore music. And they were just like, totally just like getting into Zayo and they call it zombie music. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and they were just like moshing you and guys, just like I had getting to sit into through it. like a show, a rock show. Mm-hmm. that our kids put on it was cute yeah but also it was terrifying because they were like jumping around they're like where's zombies yeah ah! and i was just like dear god like what right. have i created yeah. i don't know a monster Monsters. what are you what are you listening to oh i thought you'd never ask mm-hmm. <laughs> um i'm listening to the new album by saw rock she's kind of r&b hip-hoppy she's very pro-feminine i love her a lot 
It's called The Sharecropper's Daughter. Mm. Um, it's really good. And I'm got to look at my thumbs up because I'm not prepared. Listening to a lot of Elephant. Mm. Um, London Grammar. There's a song called Californian Soil, which I like a lot. Fleet Foxes has a new one. That's a good one. Mm. The new Lady Gaga song, 911. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize it would hit so close to home yesterday. It's weird. Why? Oh, the... Because I got hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Watch that video, too. Um, the, the music video was filmed in New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just kind of going back into some old stuff. Um, the Knox, Coast Modern, Ruck P, uh, Run the Jewels always. And then for podcasts, I've been listening to one that I really like. I love... Let me rephrase it. I don't love... Polygamy. I just love things about <laughs> polygamy. Okay. Um, there's we can also talk about that later if you want. <laughs> no. Um, no. There's I, a podcast. You're my one and only. <laughs> Thank you. Called Unfinished Short Creek, and it is about Short Creek, um, Arizona Utah border, where there's a lot of polygamy happening, and about the fall of uh, Warren Jeffs. So that's always interesting to me. So I I always listen to that. Um, True Crime Garage, True Consequences, always. Um, there's another one that I need to start listening to. Oh, the kids have been listening to a lot of the Imagine Neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's called the Imagine Neighborhood. It's a good kids oh, podcast. Oh, that's the one with, uh, with, uh, Macho Supreme. Yeah. yeah. It talks a lot about children's issues, like from a socio-emotional standpoint. Yeah, it's and really cool. it's really good yeah. for them. And they're like 30 minutes. And they're it's not funny. Old. They, they, they have these lessons for the kids, but they're like, parents, if you need, if you need to learn this too, like, listen. Well, they had one episode about... It was a phone monster, and every mm-hmm. time they took the phone away from the dad, he would uh-huh. freak out and get cranky uh-huh. and turn into a goblin. Oh, my gosh. And Juliet's like, hey, that's like daddy. And oh. I'm like, I know. <laughs> um, there's another one called NPE Stories. Uh, it's not parent expected or a non-paternal event is what NPE stands for. Mm. Um, Going to be working on a project soon that has to do with that, so I'm listening to a lot of that. And I listened to the Dateline podcast because I'm a dork. Um, locally, there's another parenting type podcast called Dad, I Have to Pee. Um, and it's pretty great. So if you get a chance, listen to it. And Criminal Spooked has a new episode. I'm going to be checking that out later today. Um, I'm going to fold some laundry, get into this. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I've also been listening to a lot of podcasts having to do with, like, Lori Vallow, the woman that murdered her children, the two kids that were, like, missing forever. Was it that the was Netflix like a, special? It was like a doomsday cult is situation. Is that on the Netflix? It, or on the Netflix? On the Netflix? It might a, be. Yeah. But there's a court TV podcast mm-hmm. um, about that, so I'll be listening to that. I I just really like... It sounds so bad. I really like crime. Um, I like true crime. We don't love it too much. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be a criminal. Um, crime pays. Yeah, right? Like it does The bare hand song? Crime pays. Yeah. Um, there's just, I mean, I don't know. There's like a bunch of podcasts that I need to get into that I just haven't, Mm -hmm. um, that I have had on my list for a long time that I just need to like already get on with it. Um, Jace. Jace. I mean, I really haven't gotten into much more than that. I, I haven't listened to Sword and Scale in a while. So I, you know, I don't know. There's just so many things out there. I feel like I'm trying to keep up sometimes a lot of podcasts i do i do um so i'm trying to keep up and i'm just not there (laughs) music podcasts yeah your gypsy show yeah there's so many good 
podcast. That's about it. I'm th- we've been watching that show, um, the other Amazon one. What was it called? Um, Tales from the Loop. Yeah, that was it's pretty like good. Bra- Ray, Bra- bleh, Ray Bradbury style yeah, uh, kind of some science sci-fi. fiction. Slow moving, yeah, but good. I love sci-fi, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okie dokie. I think that's it for now. I want to go right. pet those puppies and I want to eat a rage bit. on some other podcasting <laughs> that's happening in the city right now. We should listen to it on our way, wherever we go. I might get in another wreck. <laughs> All right. I think I'm hungry, too. So let's do yeah, that. Let's do that. Okay, world. Signing off. Um, podcast land. Hope you enjoyed hanging out with us. If you made it this far. Um, you did it. You made it. Good job. Uh, <laughs> oh, we also uh-huh. need to shout out one more podcast. Oh, okay. Our friend Danny has a podcast coming uh-huh. out. It's not out yet, but uh-huh. it will be. He's from the NYC. He's from the NYC. Yeah. Um, I, don't know, I don't know how a New Yorker would... Do they call it the NYC? Why don't you ask Danny? Maybe I will. <laughs> Lorenzo was a guest, so mm-hmm. you can hear his interview when that comes out. Yeah. Um, it's called Humans Unknown. Yeah. So keep an ear to the ground for that one because yeah. it's coming. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, he's great. he interviewed me and a bunch of other people. He's got a... As you say, a lot of episodes in the can, yeah. ready to be released. Ready to be out into the world. Right. So, yeah, check it. Check him out. I don't know if he has any uh, any socials out yet or any websites out yet. I think he's just kind of gathering stuff right now. But as soon, the second his podcast comes out, Danny is such a great guy. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to totally, you know, blast out all the information on the socials about him. So check it you know keep your keep your ear to the ground so yeah let's do it all right okay everybody have a great rest of your day and we will talk to you on the next one peace peace